food laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Radio Podcast with your host, John Mayetta. If you like the podcast, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review. Uber got its tender offer done. So this was the, the tender deal, if you recall, that's been reported for the past number of weeks with SoftBank. SoftBank executed the deal. It was a, a stub portion of the deal. $1.25 billion that was done at Uber's previous valuation from its most recent deal. That valuation being $68 billion. And... The remainder of the deal was done at a valuation of $48 billion, so approximately a 30% haircut. So SoftBank's going to have approximately a 15% stake post-close. SoftBank has a stake in China's Didi. Didi is the, the largest rideshare company, uh, competitor to Uber. In addition, as reported by the Wall Street Journal, SoftBank has a stake in all of the largest rideshare companies, which was news to me. So you would think there would be a conflict of interest if you're SoftBank, because presumably if you have a stake in some of these large guys, and if you're one of the larger holders in these companies, you have a, a, a board position. So now you have multiple board positions with multiple competitors. So that's kind of a bit odd from a corporate governance standpoint. Now that this deal is is executed, I, I still think the deal is rich at $48 billion. I think Uber has its work cut out for it given that where this rideshare space is going is clearly autonomous vehicles. And I just don't think that Uber has the balance sheet, even with SoftBank, to develop its own autonomous technology. If you recall recently, they purchased autonomous vehicles from China's Geely. Geely is a Chinese automobile OEM who recently acquired Volvo. And even with SoftBank behind it, I just don't think SoftBank's going to write a check for Uber to start to develop its own IP in the autonomous space. Not to mention they have that ongoing lawsuit with Waymo, the Google unit, about autonomous technology. So in the in the autonomous space, you've got Google's Waymo unit, most of the large automobile OEMs. And given that as that technology starts to roll out, as autonomous vehicles start to roll out, they're going to be expensive. And therefore, they're not going to be sold directly to the public initially. So for the first few, year, few years, you're going to see them rolled out as you know fleet models and 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 i assume that's going to be bifurcated on one side the the traditional fleet model which is the the hertz model that we all know all know and then on the other side it will be uh the the uber rideshare model and in the long run it's just less expensive if you if you're developing and you own the ip and you own the vehicles so over the long run it's it's going to be less expensive if you're an, an oem versus uber who's going to be renting this technology and or renting the entire vehicle from OEMs. So you're, you're, you're truly going to be a middleman. But in getting this deal done, it checks the box on some outstanding corporate governance issues that Uber had. It, it reduces the voting power of co-founder and former CEO Travis Kalanick. It gives the the other equity holders in the deal. SoftBank led the deal, but there's you know a, a number of other institutional holders. So everybody at the board position, at the board level, will now have an equity stake in voting shares that are more aligned with that equity stake. Whereas in the past, Kalanick had voting rights that far outstripped or far outweighed his his equity stake. But that's not to put all the blame on him because there's been precedent of, of this in the past several years, few years in Silicon Valley with technology companies where technology founders have held voting rights, have exceeded their equity stakes. 
Zuckerberg at Facebook is one. Spiegel at Evan Spiegel at, at, at Snap is another. I don't have the list in front of me, but in any case, it's sort of a, a a bit of a trend that I'm not a fan of because it's poor corporate governance. Anytime your 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 voting power far outweighs your equity stake in, in in a given company. So it was important to get this deal done from a corporate governance standpoint. It was important to get this deal done from the perspective of of, of getting a deal done, demonstrating if you're Uber that despite all the hair in the story, we're still attractive enough such that a large institutional investor, in this case, the largest tech fund, uh, the Vision Fund that SoftBank oversees, which is a $100 billion fund, you know, we were able to attract capital from a, a prestigious fund, albeit at a 30% haircut. But if you ask me, $48 billion still feels a bit rich. So that's the news of the day on Uber. See you all next time.